0: days and um i want to touch on some subject touch on something today i'm not going to spend a long time before you because i want to spend some time in prayer um but ephesians the sixth chapter and i'm reading out of the message uh version ephesians the sixth chapter (sighs) thank you jesus thank you lord and it says this, Paul was writing and he says this in Ephesians the 6th chapter um, that's going to appear uh, miraculously at some point and we appreciate God for Jesus and for the wonderful technology that we have. Ephesians the 6th chapter, for those of you who are waiting on that, it's on our Bible app. You can go ahead and go to our Bible app and uh, type in Growth Point Church and it will be there for you as well. All of my message notes are always there. Go to events, I think somewhere in your Version Bible app and type in Growth Point and it's already there. It says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best material, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from. And forget about in a couple of hours this is for keeps a life or death fight look at someone say i'm in a fight i'm in a fight it's a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and his angels but be prepared someone say be prepared you're against far more than you can handle on your own can anybody witness that and say, This is too much for me? I, I can't. I, this is only for those people who say, I can't do it on my own. This is only people. This it's the only message I'm for the rest of y'all. I hope that you sit through this. But this is for us. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when this is the part that shouts me, Marian. This is so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. So that when this all over, even when the shouting is over, you'll still be standing. Tell somebody, when it's over, I'm still going to be standing. You don't do nothing else to near. Just say that when it's all over, I'm still going to be standing. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and pray long. Look at someone and say, pray hard. Pray, pray hard, pray long. I know y'all don't like talking to each other. I'm so sorry. Pray for your brothers and sisters. I want to stop right there. Pray for more than yourself. Pray for your brothers and your sisters keep your eyes open don't pray with your eyes closed keep your eyes open keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out say that again, why are we praying? so that no one falls behind and that no one drops out I want you to tell somebody I won't let you drop out right now, I just won't let you then he insists and says and don't forget to pray for me This is the writer saying this, pray that I'll know what to say and I have the courage to say it at the right time. Telling the mystery to one and all, the message that I, jailbird preacher that I am, am responsible for getting out. I'm going to go back up to verse 13. It says, be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle. I want to talk from this first week of holidays. I can't fight this on my own. Will you tell a few people, I can't fight this on my own? I can't. (laughs) Bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Someone say it again. I can't fight this on my own. We are, um, I had really been seriously where this message came from. Uh, first of all, we are in the Advent season. Uh, those who don't know what the Advent season is, it's not the Christmas season. The Advent series, season is a season that is basically um, preparing for the coming of Christ. Um, the season that we start to prepare for his coming. And I don't know if you know it or not, but the Lord is coming back. He's coming back. Do you hear me, church? Anybody? He is coming back. Um, My grandmother has gone on, but Mother uh, Martha Hawker used to say, uh, he's coming back soon. They've been saying that for a long time, and I don't know. Scripture says he's going to come like a thief in the night. You don't know the day or the hour, but make sure that our house is in order. But the Advent word is connected to a Latin word called eventus, which means coming soon or coming. Some of you and some of us are blessed to wear a cologne called Adventus, Basically let you know I'm coming soon. No, but it means coming soon. And that's what the Advent season is, preparing for the coming of Christ. It is a season of hope. And in this season right now, I feel like there's anything that we need is hope, encouragement to be able to know that you will come through whatever season you are experiencing. We are going through um, a season right now where the Lord has really led me. um, And they're going to put that up, led me. Usually in the beginning of the year, we would always go into 21 days of prayer. How many of y'all know that? Usually in January. But this year, the Lord has switched it. We're not going to start the year with prayer. We're going to end the year with prayer. And next Sunday, we will start 21 days of prayer um, um, for 21 days. I'm so excited that y'all are excited that we're going to be praying for 21 days. The excitement in this room is just shattering. I just don't I don't know what to do with myself, how excited y'all are to pray. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but 21 days of prayer. You notice that the word did not say prayer and fasting. That's why you should be shouting because the Lord could have called us for fasting for 21 days. And y'all like my holidays? know that y'all are not spiritual like that so anyhow so 21 days we're going to be in prayer I'm going to I don't know exactly what all that looks like where we'll be doing daily prayer and all this stuff but I'll let you know please stay tuned to our social sites and your emails and all that type of stuff and you'll find out but we're in a season where we really need God I need church I need God more than I need church I need God Um, and when we look at fights and wars and battles, I want to look at a few different things and one of the areas that we fight, the three different areas that we fight as it relates to battles. One battle that we fight is called physical battle. Someone say physical. A physical battle is what you can see. Um, a fight that you might see uh, or a fight that you might participate in or a fight that was bef- in front of you, whether that be friend or family or uh, co or whatever. It was a physical fight that you can actually see before you. But then there's another fight outside of that, which is what you can see. Then there's also a mental battles. The mental battle is what you cannot see. Someone say, I can't see it. There are many of you all, if you were in a physical fight, we would know how to rescue you. I would know how to intervene. Even if I can't fight, the fact that you're being fought, I will step in. But many of you all are going through the mental battle that no one can see. And how do you rescue someone from a fight that no one can see, but you can feel? There are a lot of people who are going through, which is where this message came from. The Lord's been dealing with me for the last few weeks that there's been a war that's been going over this church for the past few weeks. Is there anybody in the room that has felt that type of tension or fight other than me? I just want to make sure I'm in the right place, but there's been a war that we've been in. It's been, even when we come in here, when we worship and praise, it's been hard to press through it because it's just seemed like a fight, like a heaviness. And I had to ask myself because in the old church, sometimes the prophet would come in, Mother, and they would say, Sin in the camp. And They would clean house. You know, you sit down, you sit down, all that type of stuff. But I was asking the Lord that. And he said, it's not a sin fight. It's a mental fight. Something that you cannot see. And often you can't even explain it. When we look at the mental health of America adult data of 2022, it says that the percentage of adults reporting serious thoughts of suicide is 4.58%. The estimated number of adults with serious suicidal thoughts is over 11.4 million, an increase of 664,000 people from last year's data. If you think that just jumping and shouting and grinning and skinning is enough, if you think us coming together and you think I'm just preaching for my own health and we're just coming together because we do not have nothing else to do. The statistics say an increase of 664,000 people want to end their life just from last year. And half of those people have faith. Half of those people are in church and everything you can't pray out of adults are experiencing a mental illness. Equivalent to nearly 50 million Americans are dealing with some mental illness. Go on, says, over 27 million individuals are experiencing a mental illness that is gone untreated. It's gone untreated, not just because of some insurance things. Some people are not able to pay for that, and I understand. But a lot of people are suffering because of not talking about it and not wanting to deal with it. Some people think, as far as some of our family dynamics, if you go to counseling or if you go to the doctor for something, that you think something is wrong. Well, the truth is, something is wrong. That's why I go to the doctor, so that I can correct it. If I fall and break my leg or if I break a femur or anything like that, I have to go to the doctor to get that checked on, right? If I have something going on with my heart, I have to go to someone who can do, who's a heart specialist. If I have something going on with kidney, I have to go and do some different things to make sure I don't go through kidney failure. So why is it when you have a war of the mind, you try to Facebook it out? Or tweet it out. Or speak in tongues it out. If there's a doctor for everything, do you not think there's a doctor for your mind? All of us would do a better job of going to a doctor than someone dousing you with oil and calling it a demon. When it is not a demonic thing you're dealing with, you're dealing with a mental war that no one can see. And it's torturing you because if you could shake it, you would have already done it. I know I'm walking heavy right now and some of you did not come for this, but I come that you might have life, not church, because we can be in the church. A lot of people we try to cast out don't need to be cast out. They need to be couched out. It's a mental battle. That doesn't mean you're crazy. Look at someone right now and say, I'm not crazy. How many of you all didn't want to say it because you're not sure? Truth. You're not really sure. So you say, I'm not crazy, but you really are. Am I? Because when your family says you are, and when your family says, you know, that's just how they are. Inwardly, you think, I don't know why I am the way I am. I don't like it. And I really would like to change it. But because no one in my family has normalized talking about the mental thing, I think something's wrong. So I keep going to the pastor who's not qualified for psychological counseling. I lost 10 of y'all. Pastor, help me. I was called by God. Not by the psychological school. I cannot psychoanalyze you. Whatever the word is, I don't know. You see, I don't even know. But what we say is, where is the word for it? The word is get help. Someone say get help. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're in a battle, go find help. Don't lose the war. Don't lose the battle. Don't lose when you can get help. Someone say get help. So it's a physical war. I'm not going to stay there too long because some of you got uncomfortable because we don't talk about it in church. And that's why we are the way we are. Because we don't talk about it. This is the reason why we are like this. And this is the reason why there's a mass exodus of organized religion. Because there are people who are learning how to read and not just remember everything that the pastor quoted. So when they leave us, we think something's wrong with them. No, it's something wrong with us. Because we want, why is the church the last people to be in sync with time? You got a new car. We got somebody in the church, I won't say who. The car, she can push a button and the car backs up. Car probably speaks to her and probably prepares food. I don't know, it's just a whole bunch of stuff that goes on. But we are the only people, church, don't, don't feel bad, but we are the only people who call brokenness holiness. Yeah. Yeah. We are the only people who call stains in our pews. Well, you know, somebody was shouting on that. You couldn't get esteemed. <laughs> we are the only people. Who want to build buildings and give nothing. But yet, investors and entrepreneurs have uh, crowd funds and funds that people come together. But in the church, we we just believe God can do everything. And then we wonder why people don't want to be a part of church. Why don't you want to come to church? Because y'all lie. I needed help. Y'all prayed over me and sent me on my way. And I still wanted to end my life. You prayed over me, laid me out on the floor, I rode around a few times, someone told me to cough it out, I did cough it out, and I got home and I still want to drink. And you say church is the answer, I went to another group outside of the church, and I found them to be more friendly, more welcoming than the church ever was to me. Is this making y'all uncomfortable? I hope so. Because I want us to get better. And I'm not just talking about growth point. I'm talking about the church universal all around. How many of y'all can just say you went through something and you got the worst judgment in the church? Can just raise your hand real quick so i make sure I'm the right church? The worst judgment you ever received was from people who were supposed to be. And they judged you for being human. I had a human flaw that did not cancel my life. It was a moment. So I want to say it was just a moment. All right, let me get out of that. I spent too long on that. Guillaume, tell me to stop. Physical war, mental war, and the last thing that I want to talk to today. Now, I said that mental war because I just want to normalize the conversation. For you to just be able to say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and get the help I need. I just want to say that and for, say it from a stage, from a pulpit, from a microphone. For you to hear the pastor say, I get help too. I need counseling too. You want the pastor to get counseling. You do. You really do. You really do. You really do. Because <laughs> if I got up here and told y'all the stuff that was on my mind, like y'all know y'all be like, I want to say something. Sometimes I want to get up here and be like, what y'all want to talk about? What, 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 what's going on with you sometimes? So I have to remind myself that if it weren't God who called me, if I didn't have a counselor, it's Jesus and therapy. <laughs> Come on, look at few people. Just say that. Normalize that. You ain't never said that. Say Jesus and therapy. Like I need both. Jesus in therapy that's why we call Jesus a wonderful counselor he's a good counselor but I need a therapist to help me all right I'm through with that mental wars physical wars and then lastly spiritual wars spiritual wars are what's behind what you can't see the physical war is what I can see the mental war is what I can't see Alexis And the spiritual war is behind what I can't see. What is going on right now in this season, some of you are going through a mental war. Get help for it, yes. But some of you are going behind what I believe we're going through right now. It's a spiritual war which is behind what you cannot see. So if I can't see it, Uriah, how do I fight it? I'm glad you asked. If I'm going through something I cannot see mentally, I go to a doctor. If I'm going behind something physically that I can see, how do I stop it? I either stop fighting, get myself together, or somebody intervenes. But if I'm going through a spiritual war that I cannot see behind what I can't see, which is to say I already can't see what's going on with me mentally, now you're telling me there's something behind what I'm going through mentally, possibly, that could be spiritual, how do I fight it? i got a word for you. You can't fight it on your own. <laughs> you can't fight it. Look at someone and say you can't fight it on your own. So here we go into the word. Y'all ready for the word? If you're ready for the word, say word up. Yeah. Good, I'm hip. Yeah, so here right here it says Ephesians verse, uh, verse 10. I'm going to read, I'm going to teach from an English standard version, but it says finally be strong in the Lord. Someone say be strong in the Lord. How do you fight? The first thing is, Aaron, I'm so happy to see you again. The first thing is you have to know who you're fighting with. Be strong in the Lord. There's nothing worse than fighting with a weak person. Come on, Charlize, preach this for me. There's nothing worse than fighting with someone who doesn't know how to fight. Nothing worse than somebody just doing a windmill. No, no, no. I need you to know. When it's time to fight, I need you to fight, pull the tracks out, do what you got to do, but fight. You got to know, Maya, who you're fighting with. So he says in verse 10, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might, which means he's stronger than me. So I have to be strong in the Lord, and I have to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. But be strong in the Lord. Someone said, be strong in the Lord. That's why I always say at funerals, I say this all the time. Many people, you've heard me say this all the time. When someone passes away and you go through a grieving season, and a lot of people say stuff like, I need to be strong. And I always tell them that when you are strong, you have put God out of a job. Uh, because the Bible says that it is in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. So what's the point of me being strong when he told me he will be strength for me? So my job is to get in him and to lean on his strength. That's why we used to sing the song National Baptist Hymn Book 411. It says, what a fellowship. What a joy divine leaning I know y'all don't know it leaning on the everlasting arms you need to lean on somebody who's strong enough to carry you someone say lean on Jesus sometimes in all lean on Jesus you got to lean on something that is strong enough to carry you so who you're fighting with it's the Lord then the next thing in verse 12 he says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood can I teach here We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Second point is know what you're fighting. First, know who you're fighting with, Jacob. Secondly, know what you're fighting, not who you're fighting. What you're fighting is right there in the word for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. You're not fighting against people. You're fighting against the spiritual wickedness in high places. I know many of you don't believe in spirits and demonic forces, but they are real. Just because you don't believe in hell doesn't mean people aren't going there. There's spiritual darkness. Some of you are under spiritual attack. And some of you need God more than you need TikTok. I love to be entertained. But some of you all are going through so much fight and instead of you dealing with it, you entertain yourself and it's distracting you from the real fight. So instead of dealing with the real fight, I distract myself with entertainment from people that I have never met who do creative videos that entertain me and the devil has basically numbed me from the fight. So I watch things, I scroll at things, I drink things, I smoke things, I do things to avoid fighting. Coming to the ending of the year. And this year feels like last year, and the year before, and the year before, because I have grown older, but I have not grown up. I keep getting older, but I have not learned how to move from elementary things to mature things. When I was growing up, they used to say stuff like that. They would say stuff like that when a bully would come and try to fight you. They used to say stuff like this, don't come back. Until you fight. Don't you come back in this house until you at least got a scratch. I know some of y'all will feel that's torture in this sensitive culture. My mama told me to go fight. How dare she do that? Because we want other people to do what we won't do for ourselves. But what it was teaching us to do is even if you lose, Fight. Don't go down without a fight. Someone say this. Don't go down without a fight. And here it is. He's saying you're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities. He says about uh, cosmic powers, uh, the princes of this air, the course of this air. And this is what I want to teach you about because Ephesians, the second chapter, to bring that up, I got a lot of word for you. Ephesians, the second chapter one through two says, and you were once dead in trespasses and sins. And once you once walked following the course, someone say the course, the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air. Don't miss that. When I say we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Here it says the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. The enemy is the prince of the power of the air. What that means is there's something fighting you that's higher than you. We keep telling people all the time, put the devil on your feet. He ain't under your feet. He's in the air. Lord Jesus, help me to teach your holy word, please. We keep saying, stomp on the devil. He ain't under you. He is the prince of the power of the air. What is the air? Media, entertainment, politics, the seven spheres of influence, He's the prince trying to control it. If you look at Disney Channel right now, can you not see the subtleties, the the little things that are trying to creep in now, that now you can't even watch what they call family entertainment without a little sense of some sneaky thing that you try to put in to try to normalize what's in the air? Well, you can now go, I I told y'all I I can substitute teach sometimes and I'll call somebody's name and they say, I don't want to be called that. Call me this. You can be whatever you want to be because of the prince of the power of the air. And now we're in a point now that if you say something that goes against the air, they will counsel you because the air is more than you. They will unite and come together to counsel you on telling the truth. Prince of the power of the air. There's something above me. But I don't want to stop there to to disencourage you. I want to encourage you with hope. Because here in Ephesians 1 and 3 says this. Blessed be God. Someone say blessed be God. And Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come here, Deacon and Skareed. He says, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing where? In heavenly places. I wish y'all knew how to shout. If I'm getting attacked in the air, he blesses me at the level of my attack. If the attack is coming from the air, he said, let me bless you on that level. He's the prince of the air, but I'm also blessed in my going in and my coming out that's why he said i am the head and i am not the tail i am above and i am not beneath so i have a blessing even where i'm being attacked but sometimes mel said and i thank him some of us sometimes are focused so much on the attack that you forget that just because you're attacked does not mean you're not blessed sometimes the reason you are attacked is because you're blessed If you were not blessed, there would be no attack. But because you're blessed, the devil is trying to make you forget where your seat is. But you are above only and not beneath. Somebody say, I'm blessed even though I'm attacked. Blessed be God who has blessed me with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. What that means is, not the higher I go, there's another level, another devil. The higher I go, there's another blessing. If he elevates me, he will bless me to that point of elevation. If he promotes me, he will bless me to that point of promotion. He will not allow me to get promoted to then lose my life at another level. Is this helping anybody? Second Corinthians 10 chapter verse 4 says, for the weapons of our warfare, someone say I'm in a war. They are not, I hope this is helping you, I really do, I do. I want you to win children, I want you to win. He says, for our warfare is not flesh, but it has divine powers to destroy strongholds. I don't know if there's anybody in this room who you felt like you've been in a stronghold. What is a stronghold? It is something that seems to not let you go. No matter how you sleep at night, you can't seem to get enough rest. No matter where you go, you can't seem to close your mind off. No matter what you get monetarily, it seems like you can't even keep it. You seem like you're living under a curse. It is called a stronghold. It is not your mama. It is not your daddy. It is not Lexington. It is not Kentucky. It is a stronghold. And I need you to know that there is a weapon for every stronghold and it does not come from you but it comes from God I'm trying to preach you out of every stronghold that's got a grip on you everything that's trying to hold you back from moving forward you will not die in this stronghold you will not die in this stronghold you will not die in this war you will not die in this stronghold you will not die in this season you will not give up in this season God has given you victory even in a stronghold. The weapons of our warfare are not flesh, but they got divine power. Divine power to break every chain, to break every stronghold, to break every addiction, to break every curse, to break every influence, to break every generational curse. Somebody say, I've got power over it. Power to break every stronghold. Power to break everything that's trying to hold you back. Power to break everything that's got a shackle on your feet. Power to break everything that's got a shackle on your mind. Power to break everything that's trying to cloud your judgment. Power over every sexual addiction. Power over mental war. Power over every uh, influence. Power over every pit of anger. Power over every area of oppression. Power over area of thing that you can't seem to shake. I want you to know you're going to learn today uh, how to shake that thing uh, and let yourself know I got power over it this warfare this warfare ain't flesh this warfare it uh, has no power over me this warfare has no control over me This warfare has no power over me this warfare has no control over me I'm going to say it until you get it this warfare has no power over me this warfare has no control over me this power this warfare has no power over me this warfare has no control over me I can shake whatever I don't want because it does not belong to me it belongs to God and the last time I checked he said he'll fight my battles and what I do know for myself is he's not a man that he should lie and he's not the of man if he should repent if God said it I can win it someone say God said it know who I'm fighting with know what I'm fighting I'm not fighting flesh I'm fighting something that thinks it controls me but it does not hope that that gives you victory that if this were a flesh fight cliff i would be fighting with my hands if this were a flesh fight i could meet my opponent my opponent square on and choke you and slam you down like hulk hogan did y'all don't know who that is i so apologize that I aged myself for the WWF but if I knew who my opponent was I could take you and deal with you because I can see you but when I'm fighting an opponent I cannot see I cannot fight you with my words I cannot fight you with my hands, but I fight you on my knees because this fight is going to happen through prayer. The way I'm going to win is I've got to call on Jesus. I've got to call on somebody and be strong in him. That's why you got to go back in prayer because the way to win this is going to be through prayer. You can't smack a devil. You can't cuss a devil out. You can't put a devil in timeout. You can't smack a devil's wig off. This type of thing is spiritual. And to win this thing, you're going to have to be spiritual. Because what's going on is not of the flesh. Racism is a spirit. It's not a person. Slavery is a spirit. It is not a master. You have to deal with the spirit that's coming at you. And you only deal with spirits in prayer. Remember the movie The Matrix? You can only access certain places when you went to that place. And they had to have the serum that you took to be able to go into the Matrix in order for you to fight the devil on his turf, the serum is called prayer. Because when I come to you, I don't come in my own power. If I came in my own power, I would be scared. So I would be shaken. I would be nervous. Walking around saying lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. But when I come in the power of Jesus... I say I don't come to you with, with nice words and persuasive speech. I don't come to you with money. I don't come to you with accolades. I don't come to you with degrees on the wall. I don't come to you with the great pedigree of which I was born into my family. I don't come to you with my, my skin complexion giving me uh, certain privileges in this world. But I do come to you in the name that is above every name. And I do come to you in the name of Jesus. And, and it is that name that every knee shall bow. And it is at that name that demons tremble. It is at that name that strongholds must break. I want somebody in this room to holler out the name Jesus. Holler it out now, Jesus. If there's a name you need to be familiar with, it's called Jesus. Real deliverance happens with a name. Goes on. I got to get out of here. No, Jesus. I'm not going to finish this. You got to know. I'm not going to finish this. You got to know what you're fighting. Next thing is, I'm going to th- stop here because I'm not, I'm not going to make it much further. Someone say he ain't going to make it. He ain't going to make it. I knew I wouldn't. I knew I wouldn't because this is real. <laughs> this thing is not a TED talk. I didn't come to entertain you or to make you feel good. I came to make you bold again. To make you strong again. So this last thing is, this is the last point I'm through here. You need to know what's needed for the fight. I got to know who I'm fighting with. I got to know what I'm fighting. And then thirdly, and my last one because I'm through because I'm not going to make the other part. You need to know what's needed for the fight. So verse 13 says, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Message says, and after the shouting is done, you can maintain your stance. What it means is you got to put on Christ, put on Jesus. You have to put him on. Someone say, put him on. I've got to take off me and put him on. Because if I could fight in my attire, I would have already won. But I can't put up. come here, David. Saul tried to put on some of his armor on him. David said, your armor's not going to work for me. I need to put on what works for me. What does that mean for you in this, this this time? If you don't shout, you don't have to. If you don't pick them up and put them down, you don't have to. But whatever you do, use what works for you. What that means is, if it's prayer, pray. If it's rocking from side to side, rock from side to side. If it's praying it three times a day, pray three times a day. But whatever it is that works for you, work it. Someone say, work it. Stop apologizing for what works for you. You know your own weapon. You've been in enough fights by now to know what works for you. You've come through enough right now. there a witness in here. You've come through enough to know what works for you. So if holler it out works for you, holler out. If running through the church works for you, do what you got to do. But you cannot lay there and die. The whole part of being a soldier is you enlist to fight. You do not enlist in a battle to take selfies. This is the prettiest church I have ever seen. I'm not talking about Growth Point. I'm talking about this is the prettiest church I've ever seen in my life. We look better and we, we win less. I mean y'all are dolled up I mean you got weave that can blow your mind every time I mean you look great but you can't keep your mind together you don't know how to fight you don't know how to win I would rather you have no makeup on and no lashes and know how to fight than look too pretty to fight your mind's in a war your family's in a war your soul is in a war. This is not the time to be pretty. This is the time to fight. It says take up the armor of God. Take up the armor of God. Someone say put them on. I'm in here. We're going to pray. Because this part I was going to go to. I'm not going to go because I'll touch on it. It says put on the helmet of salvation. I'm in here right here. And then we'll go through. Because it goes with my message today. That helmet of salvation, salvation is deliverance. Salvation does not come from me. PJ, salvation comes from who? Jesus, from God. Scripture says that it is by grace you have been what? Saved. And it is not a works lest I should boast. So when I put on the helmet of salvation, I'm putting on a gift that he gave me now don't miss this guillaume why did he give me one of the most important weapons for my head because in war if they cut your head off the rest of you is done if the devil can make your mind mess up if the devil can keep you in a mental battle if the devil can keep you in a mental war if he can keep your head off you will never win but I came to get your mind back I came to give you your mind back I came to give you your mind back put on the helmet of salvation you can't lose your mind right now that's why I said he'll keep you in perfect peace as long as your mind stayed on him. Somebody say, put your mind on Jesus. If my mama were here right now, she would say, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I wish I had some people in the church that would say, my mind's back on Jesus. My, my mind's back on him. Standing to your feet all over the building. Did the best I could do with the time I have. But I want to tell y'all, church, get your head back. Get your head back. Why did David cut off the head of Goliath? Because perhaps if that Goliath, if that giant woke up, he didn't want them to have a head. He didn't want him to have a head to think how to find him some of you keep leaving that head attached to that devil you need to cut it destroy that thing totally annihilate that thing if it's a mental war get help but if it's a spiritual war fight children fight fight children fight if Vincent Bohannon were here, he would say, we will fight, and we will win. We will fight, and we will win. Somebody open your mouth and say, I will fight, and I will win. Somebody hollered out. I know some of y'all are looking at me. If this is not for you, don't say it. But if this is for you and you need to hear yourself say it, say, I will fight, and I will win. Say it again, I will fight. And I will win. If you believe it, give God praise in the room. That's all I got for you. I got some other points. I guess I'll get to it next week. But you got to know who you're fighting with. Know what you're fighting. And know what he's giving you to fight with. He doesn't give you, He doesn't put you in any fight without the tools to fight. That's why we say every Sunday, I'm so glad I have what I need to grow. He gives you everything you need for every fight you face. Get your mind, get your mind back. That's why, and I'm through here, and we're going to do an altar call. This is why praise and worship is so important. This is why I've been concerned for our church here recently. It's because some of y'all, you've allowed that mental war to attack you to the point that you've allowed it to paralyze you in your seat. Where you won't lift your hands. You won't open your mouth. You won't dance. You won't move. You'll do nothing but lay there and die. I grew up in the Missionary Baptist Church. So I know how you can sit there and just go through church and nothing happen You just kind of go through, you know, well, whatever, so and so's gonna do, deacon's gonna do this, we're gonna do responsibility, we're gonna do offering. This ain't that church. This is not that church. This is the place for the battle hardened, the, the, the soldiers, the wounded, the people who can come here and say, You who are broken, find peace. You who are wounded, find hope but whatever you do don't die whatever you do don't it's a safe place for you to cry it's a safe place for you to lay down on this floor and nobody will pick you up and tell you you're out of order it's a safe place for you to grab somebody's hand and say can you pray for me because I can't pray for myself it's a safe place don't take advantage of a safe place whatever you need this season i can't i would not be a pastor a prophet of the lord if i let you die in the holidays i won't let you i won't let you die in a daze you just walking around how you doing i'm just i'm just no you've got to use your weapons you've got to church you hear you've got to so i'm asking you all we got one brother is my son but i've got for the rest of y'all If you need to make a move, come back to God. Come back to prayer. Get on your knees. Come to this altar. Come with your hands up. Whatever you got to do so that you don't leave here dying. If you came with a boyfriend, tell him Jesus is more than you. I'm so sorry. If you came here by yourself, you won't leave here by yourself. I promise you, if you come up here, somebody will meet you.